Your generous support is the only thing keeping this show going. I rely on the support of my listeners to keep creating content. And you don't have to sign up for one of the Patreon plans. I know some of you really don't want another monthly payment you have to manage. But if you believe in my work, please consider sending a one-time gift at lesbianromantic.com support. Every dollar counts. Whether it's buying me a coffee or an entire bag of specialty coffee beans, your gift will be used to create another episode like this one. Thank you so much for helping me out. Lesbianromantic.com slash support. Did you know you can follow me and the podcast on Twitter? Just go to twitter.com slash the L Romantic. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 11. This is going to be great. Hannah grinned and pushed her sunglasses back up her nose. She had spotted the big, shiny pickup truck just 30 yards away. It was even bigger than she had expected. The sun hung high in the sky, and the heat had caught her by surprise. It was like she was walking around in a gigantic hot-air oven instead of across an airport parking lot. She quickened her pace, pulling her small suitcase along. She squeezed the car key in her other hand. When she was close enough, Hannah pushed the button to unlock her rental. A loud click and the flash of the orange turn signals told her she had indeed found the right car. Oh yeah. Hannah opened the passenger door and lifted the suitcase onto the seat. She walked to the other side of the car and pulled herself into the cab. The heat inside the car was ten times worse than outside. Hannah could already feel her sunglasses slide off her sweaty nose. All right, baby. Let's see how I can get your AC to work. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, step two, get out of here. Hannah opened the Google Maps app and typed in the name of her hotel. She would check in there first. She wanted a shower and some room service before she got to work. She put the phone in one of the cup holders... Hannah grabbed the steering wheel and then immediately let go of it. Son of a... She looked at her fingers. Gee, you'd think they'd keep these cars out of the sun so you can actually drive them, she thought. The wheel was definitely too hot to drive. She would have to wait for it to cool off. 
Hannah sighed and picked up her phone again. Even though she was pretty sure she had plenty of time, she opened her calendar app to study her schedule anyway. She had a meeting with the manager of the first location at 2 p.m. and another appointment at a different location at 5 p.m. Patrick had set up the meetings for her, but not without asking her why on earth she wanted to have these in the first place. Patrick usually did all the location scouting for new Leroy Chocolates stores. He recommended whichever location he thought was best, and only then Hannah would fly in to check it out and sign off on it. But this time, Hannah had wanted to get out of New York City, and location scouting was the perfect excuse to do just that. She had gone back to work at the office about two weeks ago, like she had promised Charlotte, but it was still hard. By the time she had arrived at the office, Hannah was usually grumpy and already stressed out, two things she rarely had been before. After a couple of days, her assistant Susie had suggested Hannah might need a vacation a break from work, and from the city. I am not going to take a break from work, but maybe I can take a break from the city, Hannah had thought. Things had seemed to just fall into place after that, like it was all meant to be. Only a few hours later, Patrick had sent her an email telling her he had moved up the timetable for his next location scouting trip. Hannah had jumped at the chance. I'll go. I have to go to Houston for the foundation anyway, she had replied to Patrick. I have to be there on Friday, so I might as well fly in a few days early and check out the locations myself. Since anything related to opening new stores was Patrick's job, he had not been pleased. In the end, Hannah had had to call him and swear it had nothing to do with his performance. That she did trust him. That no, what had happened in Boston was not his fault. And that she just wanted to get out of the city for a couple of days. Only then had Patrick stopped protesting. And so here she was, in Houston, on a hot Monday morning. She was feeling a bit lightheaded. That's how relieved she was to be away from New York and everything she associated with it right now. She felt more comfortable already. Plus... She had treated herself to a few things that would make it easier to relax and have some fun. Like this monstrous pickup truck. Susie had looked quite surprised when Hannah had told her to rent a pickup instead of a town car. But she had been smart enough to refrain from commenting. Susie had also booked Hannah into a comfortable hotel outside the downtown area and had sent her a list of the best casual restaurants and bars in town. Nothing too fancy. Nothing too crowded. Hannah carefully touched the leather steering wheel with her fingertip. 
The car had cooled off quite a bit by now. So had the leather of the wheel. She put her phone back in the cup holder and started the engine. The ridiculous roar made her grin again. She was going to have fun this week. Coming here had been a good decision. Hannah turned off the water. She walked out of the large shower and grabbed one of the fluffy white towels. After a quick lunch at the hotel bar, which had looked so nice Hannah had decided to eat something there instead of ordering room service, she had gone back up to shower and get changed. Hannah wrapped her hair in a towel and considered what she should wear. She had brought two suits, one for the business appointments and one for the premiere on Friday evening. But now that Hannah was here, her pair of old jeans and a light t-shirt seemed a lot more appealing. She'd brought those for her time off. Huh, guess I shouldn't. She walked out of the bathroom and into the cozy bedroom of her suite. The room was decorated in a style Hannah could only describe as southern. The dark wooden furniture fitted the yellow walls and the busy print of the bed sheets perfectly. Everything looked warm and cozy, and it was exactly the change of scenery she needed. Hannah especially liked the fresh flowers on the bedstand. Southern hospitality, all right. She walked over to the vase with a bright bouquet. She thought of the flowers she had sent Millie last week. Hannah had not decided whether she would attend Millie's opening night at the Houston Grand Opera until the email from Patrick had arrived. Then... Suddenly, the decision had been an easy one to make. After asking Susie to take care of the plane tickets and hotel reservation, Hannah had told her to let Charlotte know she would be going to Houston. Oh, Susie, can you also ask Charlotte for Miss North's details so I can get in touch with her if I need to? When Susie forwarded her the information an hour later, Hannah was surprised to find a cell phone number, an email address, and Millie's temporary living address in the email. Hannah wondered why Millie wasn't staying at a hotel. That's when she realized she had never bothered to get in touch with Millie to congratulate her, so she didn't have a clue what Millie was doing or where she was staying. Of course, she was too chicken to call Millie now. Too much time had passed. Sending a text or an email felt lame, too. But there was one thing she could do, she realized, and it seemed like something a patron would do. 
Hannah started Googling for florists in the Houston area. Let's see. She didn't want to ask Susie or Charlotte for help this time. She found a nice-looking shop with an online store pretty easily. She picked a style and selected a budget. Now she had to decide what should go on the card. She tried a few things, but nothing felt right. In the end, she typed in, Congratulations on your role in Houston. I look forward to attending the opening night. Good luck. Hannah. Staring at the confirmation screen on her laptop, Hannah wondered if Millie would like the flowers. I hope things are going well for her, she thought. Hannah looked at the clock next to the flowers and realized she was running late. Shit. She hurried over to her suitcase. Fuck it, I'll go in jeans, she mumbled. Hannah was about to head out of the door and leave for her appointment when she noticed the brochures lying on the small desk of the living room. She would have ignored them if she hadn't noticed the large word opera on one of them. Hannah stopped and picked up the flyer of the Houston Grand Opera. She recognized the name of the show, The Marriage of Figaro. This must be about the production Millie was in. Hannah scanned the paper for her name. She didn't see it. Huh. She looked for it again. No, it really wasn't on there. Hannah frowned. She didn't understand. Then it dawned on her. Ah, Millie was filling in for someone. This flyer must have already been printed before Millie got the part. Huh, that must feel weird, Hannah thought. She felt a bit bad for Millie. This was her first big role, and her name wasn't even mentioned. Hannah wrinkled her nose. That must suck. Being hired at the last moment, coming here all alone, and not even being mentioned as one of the stars. Hannah put down the flyer. She pursed her lips while she thought. Maybe I should check in with her, make sure she's okay. But that would be a bit weird, no? To just call and ask how she was doing? They didn't know each other that well. They'd only met twice, after all. At the reception after the recital. And before that, the awful dinner. Dinner. Dinner, Hannah repeated out loud. They were supposed to have dinner regularly. But Hannah had been too busy hiding in her apartment and had even skipped the opening of the new opera season. An idea popped up in her mind. 
She couldn't call and ask how Millie was. But she could call and ask if Millie would like to meet for their second dinner to celebrate her part in Houston. That made sense. Except she's probably way too busy. But did that really matter? Hannah just wanted to make sure Millie was doing okay. She wanted Millie to know there was a friendly face around in case she needed one. If Millie didn't have time for dinner, Hannah would still have had the chance to talk to her. A perfect plan. Yes, she would call Millie as soon as she got back from her appointments. Hannah walked to the door and took her phone out from her back pocket to check the time. But then she stopped again. Hannah stared down at her phone. I guess I could call her now. Why wait? Hannah walked over to the chair next to the window and sat down. She could see other hotel guests lying by the pool far below the balcony of her room. She searched for the email with Millie's contact info in her inbox. She found it and tapped the number Susie had forwarded. Her phone asked if she wanted to call or save the number. Hannah selected save. She typed in Mildred North, but then shook her head and changed it to Millie. She tapped to save the contact. Then, Hannah hit the green call button under Millie's name. The screen changed to calling Millie, and she lifted the phone to her ear. Hannah swallowed nervously. voicemail, Hannah thought. What if she left a message and Millie never called back? Not such a perfect plan after all. Hannah got up from the chair and stared out of the window. She was about to hang up when she heard a soft click. Hello? This is Millie. This was part 11 of The Diva Story. And how about I thank you and say goodbye in Dutch this week. Dank u wel voor het luisteren naar deze podcast alweer. Dank u ook voor alle koffietjes die jullie hebben getrakteerd deze week en de afgelopen weken. Echt elk klein beetje helpt. Ik ga nu aan de slag met deel 12 van The Diva Story... En ik kijk er al naar uit om jullie volgende week weer hier te zien. Have a great day. See you next week.